Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Nolan. I'm Steve. Can Anybody want to give free money? Rocket. Three, two, money cast. One. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. And the first I'm annual Totsky. YMM telefo- telefo- uh, <laughs> Telephone. Give us your money, please. <laughs> we got people on the lines right now. I got Tourette. Celebrities <laughs> as fucking Thor. I am uh, Tito for the YMM Podcast. We got to cut into that one again. So you had mixed casts last one, hey? Yeah, I combined the one that me and you, uh, me, you and Stacy did into the yeah. two-hour cat cast that I'm just like an hour yeah. two was just like, cat cat? okay, that's oh, yeah. enough. Podcats. <laughs> Podcats? Yeah. Oh, we started off talking about the uh, it went uh, using trend or the abandonment trend. And oh, then, right, right. Then we started going into cute stories about what our pets did, and I'm <laughs> like, this isn't good well, airway. It, I think <laughs> no, this is good airtime, and this is where we, hey, we started leading into it because of the, like, well, some of us got, have adopted pets, you know, some of us have, right. have had rescue pets, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is like broadcast. It's all guys. We don't have to watch you guys jump in soon. The men's room. The (laughs) men's room. (laughs) Starts off with a flush. Bitches be crazy, am I right? (laughs) Bitches be shopping. Well, this one. (laughs) I can. uh, Fuck, that's such a good scene. We'll cut into an intro at the end just to get it being. But Nolan. Yeah, you uh, welcome back to the dining room. I'm, I'm happy to be back. It's been a while. I think it, uh, last time was I think we did the me and you and Mark did the NHL one. That was the last one. That's we did, right yeah. too. Lowest ratings. Ever. Yeah, absolutely. Little <laughs> question. Tito even said the next day he's like, I actually gave it an honest try and I couldn't listen to wow. it. <laughs> Hey, that's fair. It's, it's I'm not. Be, I'm no, not. Yeah, fan. no. It's, it's strictly for hockey fans, right? Yeah. That's fair. No, I guess no, no. there's. We brought it back. We're I'm the sure sole reason that, like, why it came the back. moment. The moment they see cinephiles on the thing, they'll just like. Eh. <laughs> well, what is, is this it? one five hours again? <laughs> yeah. What is it? The other day, uh, someone was fucking razzing me. They're just like, "So, what does YMM mean again?" And I'm just about to like fucking go into my own spiel. But no, they're just like your movie moment. I'm just like, huh? And they're like, "Told you guys talking about now. movies." I'm just like, that's pretty good, actually. I'm taking that. Um, but no, welcome back, buddy. And uh, it was you that kind of sparked this, not this whole podcast, but <laughs> literally I'm going in my random rants on Twitter on a Sunday morning, and then you text me out of the blue. And it's just like... Well, because I, I don't want to get into things with people on Twitter really that much. Like, if I know you, if I know you, I'm just going to text you and say, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much rather than go on sense. Twitter because then everybody else is like, no, no, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. And it's <laughs> is that not the point a bunch of, of screaming? <laughs> that's, a what, bunch that's, of screaming that's what Todd lives for. <laughs> over and over and over. I'm glad I haven't gotten one of those texts. That's all I have yeah, to say. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I must not, be doing something okay. Frequently. I've had, uh, I worry sometimes. Oh, well, fuck. I've had no. several. No, so it, no, it's just... Uh, 
Uh, that's what I do. I, I text people now. <laughs> well, I, I just figured, text my rage. I, fi- <laughs> <laughs> I figure we get right into it just be- for the sole sure. fact that we haven't um, talked about too much YMM specific shit lately. And I know we, we kind of touched on it with the whole abandoning pets trend. Jump and on even it. then, we Jump wanted to fucking it. go into the medevac thing, but we got too caught up in our in our cute damn cats. So. I figure there's a whole bunch of shit going on lately, but we might as well start with what's uh, up front with the whole medevac thing, because we actually did a podcast on this one, I think you missed, before Christmas, with one of the board members of the Sabre Medivac. Oh, right, the, yeah, yeah, that was for the stars, right? Yeah, in uh, AD, Adrian. I can't, I can't think of, I can't think of stars without thinking of Raccoon City stars. <laughs> <laughs> like the Nemesis stars! <laughs> in a windstorm. So that's why you don't support them in town, or what? Yeah. Nemesis going out there <laughs> rescue people. Well, you guys give Watch us a rundown. Of you guys give us a rundown on what we got going on. You go, me and you are on different sides of this, so you go. Go ahead. Well, yeah, you know what? I've, I'm, I Hello. really want to represent both sides of this. I, uh, there was actually so, some really recent comments from Mike Allen that I think were really, really illuminating. I've been. Uh, I just feel like I've been. I might have developed a vendetta with this one just because I heard about it back about five years ago when the city first started uh, the the city of Edmonton I should specify the council started Mm. taking their vote on whether they should close down the city center airport and I know that a lot of thought and a lot of uh, planning has gone into a whole bunch of different uh, aspects of this but I still think that it shouldn't have just been a city of Edmonton decision to make so you were in Edmonton when they actually voted? I wasn't uh, living in Edmonton. It was just after I had moved back to Fort. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I was okay. working at the station. We were working together at that time. Okay, and I was—I think I was covering council at that time. Like I said, we because uh, I was actually involved with it—not involved with it, but I heard about it several years ago as well because yeah. I was on the ambulance, right? And right. Uh, I'll redirect everyone to the podcast we did before Christmas. It's called Saber Medivac. You'll hear a lot of details. I'm not going to rehash. Like, uh, Arthur from Hitchhiker's Guide. The plans were in your city hall here. The plans were, the plans were posted in our intergalactic 50, 50 for years. the last 50 years. The Lorgons. Yeah. Um, so that's when I heard about it, too. I heard about it when I was actually working ambulance, and they said this was happening, this, this was going to take place. And then I just thought it was a dead issue. City, it was city property, city voted. I thought it was bullshit, but I thought it was a dead issue. And then out of fucking nowhere, a couple months ago, this just spurs up again. And I, yeah. I, I thought it was dead. But So obviously, uh, like I said, if you hear that podcast, they're moving. Medevac to land in the city center airport, they which have. is it's yeah, done. it's yeah. done already. It's like literally minutes from a lot of the major trauma centers, redirecting everything yeah. to the international. The point is, it's not just medevacs. They want to close down the airport. Is the grand scheme of things? Yeah. Isn't there? Isn't it a museum as well? It, there is There's a museum there. beside. There's it. a museum aviation. Uh, we with the, we uh, shot a uh, front. My mm. buddy Tyler shot a scene for uh, movie brats at that museum. The, the yeah, yeah, it was it was supposed to be because um, uh, uh, Steven Spielberg, when he was uh, before he even went to uh, well, while he was in high school, he shot little Super Eight films, and one of them was of a pilot, and so that was the whole idea is that he was like uh, that he was directing his first scene ever. So the 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 whole concept of the scene that he was shooting was based on that scene. on that pilot one. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of history behind the Sea Center Airport, but Steve, like Steve, what's your your take on? I don't think I ever indulged into what your whole position was. With I've, this. I have. Well, I've had a lot of connection to the city center airport too and maybe that's where a lot of my feeling comes from i definitely know that uh, it's not just the medevac that uh, makes me upset about it being closed in the first place like the aviation history museum there mm-hmm. in the first place is one reason enough but i used to live right in the neighborhood i've had friends that have worked there uh, at the so Habitat gas station some pilots and everything mm-hmm. and uh 
it's just it's the the main um, argument for it, it being the site for medevac uh, is that it is so close to several different hospitals in Edmonton. Royal um, the Royal Alexandria is really close, about a five minute uh, Stollery, ground travel. Which is U of A. well, Solary and U of A so mm-hmm. close together, and the Grey Nuns isn't too far off either, as well as smaller hospitals mm-hmm. in case of you know like major emergencies. But uh, it's now, as we were saying, it's been uh, transferred over to the Edmonton International Airport, where they've got a brand new triage center mm. as well. So nice there, there have definitely been some uh, some advancements made to. It's, they didn't just say all the flights are going to be thrown at yeah. the Edmonton International, and that's you that. Get a new helicopter, like Airwolf. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> Fort McMurray. Has a new I was helicopter. waiting. I'm like, he's definitely going to put an Airwolf fucking <laughs> one in this one. I love so that's that like the song. helicopter with warp speed, right? Warp speed. It had like warp why speed. the fuck would a helicopter need it had warp, like speed? warp speed? It had these fucking engines where it like took off to like Mach fucking four. That's not warp fucking speed. Four. That's warp you, speed. You're a trekkie. You know what warp speed is? It's faster than light. It's not going to be exact warp fucking speed, but it's pretty <laughs> it's close to warp speed. Obviously, the speed of light. Yeah. Huge. It's not. Down it's there. not going to be. It's not going to be exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is what half. We're ballparking here, guys. Exactly, guys. What? It's not aerodynamically set for warp speed. No, that, that was a great show. Though. If you can find a helicopter that can go, <laughs> no, warp the, speed. it was like it was supposed to be like Knight Rider in the air. That was the whole premise of the show. <laughs> do you remember? Remember the show Viper? No, do you remember Danger Bay? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, man! I always felt Michael Landon should have been the guy. In the show. What was Danger Bay? <laughs> it was a Canadian, it was a Canadian show, show, but it was like this guy had like a, a, a flying. Uh, it it kind of was. He was he he had one of those planes that uh, what are the ones the ones that their save the snide group wants to flow planes flow pl- He had a flow yeah. plane, <laughs> but it was the best flow plane. And for some shit, for some reason, they're in the middle of nowhere. But fucking. Uh, drug dealers, uh, embezzlers, poisonous always, snakes. always make it to yeah. their bay yeah. for some reason to hide out or that's like every Canadian show though. Like, I, who would ever send their kids to Degrassi? Like, <laughs> everybody's doing drugs. There's abortions every day. There's uh, rapes. Who would send their kids to that school? <laughs> every Canadian. But yeah, the enrollments up every year. D- yeah. Danger Bay was kind of the Canadian yeah. version of. Airwolf. Shit, I gotta look into that. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> so suffice to say, yeah, Stars did buy Airwolf, and they, yeah. uh, d- they did buy another helicopter. Well, so what does Stars stand for again? Uh, Shock Trauma Air Rescue Society. Service. Service, I would think, not society. No, because it is a society, because it's a non-profit group, but I don't think it's society, it's a service, something like that. <laughs> Shock Trauma Air Rescue. Am I right on that? I Honestly, I don't know. Uh, You're the one that's in the know on that. It's Shock Trauma Air Rescue Service or Society, one or the other. But anyway, um, so keep going, Steve. Their plan was to, well, they have a whole big fucking plan of it, and Stars played uh, uh, some part of it, right? Yeah. Well, um, Stars is, uh, they've got, you know what, I don't even know how many units they have stationed at the Edmonton International Airport, but I know they have at least one helicopter there. And And one Zord. I think they got three. I believe it is the Tyrannosaur Zord. Dragon Zord. No, the, the, uh, green, the green. They got Dragon four yeah. at the Edmonton International Airport right now. One of them is brand new. That okay, yeah, that's right. They just so happened to uh, purchase at the same time. This is all going down where everyone thought that they were purchasing one specifically for uh, this new process, which they didn't. They just upgraded their fleet. Mm. It just happened at the same fucking time, right? Anyway, keep going. Right here in town as well, um, Phoenix Heliflight has purchased a new uh, helicopter that can actually do emergency night sorties. Well, the uh, biggest one, too, the one thing that always annoyed me with Stars is when they come up here and do their, their uh, fundraising. Yeah. And 
like uh, why does that annoy you? They're, they're, no, they're great. They're awesome, but they don't do they don't service up here. Oh, I was gonna say like do they do it with the helicopter? Like give us money <laughs> over your house? <laughs> no, they, it's, it's Phoenix helicopters that services the majority of of the people here. Now, of course, the southern the more south you go on Highway sixty three, yes, there's more of a chance that stars yeah. might come out and pick you up. But the ones that respond with the former Marine Fire Department is Phoenix Hollow Flight, and I always felt that they needed more of our community support. But they're but they're a private business, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, private business with a contract with the city, but they they need more like diversified as it were, right? Yeah, yeah. But still, I'd rather us support them than. Plus, it's a pretty badass name. Except the the intonations of that name kind of have me a little bit concerned. What phoenix? Oh, a phoenix is something. Yeah, a bird that burns and then comes back. Re, re, uh, I, get, I get where you're yeah, going. It resurrects with this. from the ashes. So I'm just like. Uh, <laughs> But so as soon as you crash this helicopter, a better <laughs> helicopter will come. Stars will come help us out, <laughs> and a better version of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're the really order of the off. Phoenix, we are, we are concerned. <laughs> oh. We are generally concerned with this <laughs> issue. Oh man, I would have played up that Harry Potter shit if I were for that that company. <laughs> All over the walls. Yeah. <laughs> we have an actual Phoenix in the office. Yeah. No. Okay. Keep going, Steve. Oh shit. Well, um, the the major concern uh, that people are having that I I find has been the major issue ignored as well in a lot of public statements is the the times of travel, ground travel from the site of where medevac will land patients, right? And uh, it's the, this is where my it used to be five minutes is the thing five minutes at the city center airport. That move to the estimated 30 minutes that has but, been on official releases is quite a big gap already. But that was to the downtown uh, hospital, right? The hospital that's no. just... Five minutes to the Royal Alex. Okay, yeah. It's right next to it. And 30 minutes from the Edmonton International to the uh, University of Alberta mm-hmm. Hospital. Okay. Because it's uh, actually closer. Are they not able to fly from that triage center to a, another airport? They are, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, uh, they can fly a helicopter... From the triage to an airport. Yes, stars did or not say, an airport, but a hospital. Stars did say they would they would do red code patients yeah. if they're available. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's serious enough. Which is to, good. To, yeah. to the hospitals that have uh, the helicopter so what's, landing. Uh, so the, the the what's what's going on is the city center airport is closing down for yeah. sure. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a phase it's closing down, but the phase, phase closing, closing. The medevac ended moved. March fifteenth. Okay, and stars. What's going on with stars then? As a result, they of got this. moved as well. They're, they have to go to stars. Got moved just like everyone else. They got move to the international and part of this plan see okay this is where my tweet came in and i think this is what no one's going to chime in on too p.s it is society by the way shock trauma air rescue society is actually their official name cool um okay so this is where my thing came in steve said it himself edmonton city council or uh, voted to close this airport five years ago because they want the tax money to develop the area and they've got conceptual drawings of yeah they got all this kind of crap they 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 sold it to their own constituents which is the city the city people bought into it and they voted to to change this Steve's right. They didn't. Uh, they didn't consult anyone. They 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 voted against it. But the thing is, that's bugging me. Is everyone's blaming the Alberta government? Mm-hmm. But when we should be putting the pressure on the well, city council this, because uh, it's city council property. Edmonton yeah. City Council is declining comment on it. Exactly. They're, just, they're trying they, to stay out of it because they know damn well what. And to me, if it's they their swing, decision. Yeah, but right now all the pressure is on the Alberta government. They're getting away scot free. Of course, I well, won't see. Well, they're responsible for the highways, and clearly, since yesterday's two separate pileups, like that is an issue. Actually, that was a fucking deadly one. Episode. Three hundred um, cars, eh? Yeah, yeah. I know three hundred injured, hundred cars. Um, I forget where I was going. I was going with the rundown. Uh, so anyway, they, okay. So they're closing the entire city center airport in general uh, to be completely dismantled into a whole new uh, subdivision and all that kind of stuff for the city. 
and they're phasing out closures. Like I think a couple of years ago, if you listen to the other podcast, uh, AD explains it. But a couple of years ago, they took away passenger flights over a certain number. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier on, or late last year, they took away I think passenger flights altogether. Uh, and then at March fifteenth was a deadline for the Medivax, and now they still got a few more that they got to get rid of. So it's not just being shut down the Medivac; it's being shut down completely. So I just yes. want to make sure everyone understands that portion of it. Well, see, I think the decision comes from a place of they want, they're wanting to redevelop the area yeah. into uh, something. Uh, the plans have seemed pretty high scale to me, like mm-hmm. high class. And I think that uh, that if you're familiar with Edmonton's geography, 118th Ave is um, a lifeline. Characteristically, uh, oh, it, it's low. a busy stro- yeah. street, but that is kind of like it's got a reputation for being kind of hooker alley, right? They're trying and, so and, hard and to change that image, a lot too, of, hey? exactly. A lot, and they're trying to clean up the neighborhood, and I, I do understand that the city center airport isn't right on 118th, as I recall, but it's right in that area. Yes. Well, it's just around the roundabout, right? Yeah. There's the yeah, like uh, King, uh, Kingsway Garden Mall, yeah. and um, that, I think that's the Nace. dividing point of the uh, what is it? The the Elizabeth something Queen Elizabeth Queen Elizabeth yeah. too. No, 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 no. no. Way. It's like the it's like a road, but it's like the Elizabeth or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what happened. Uh, and like I said, my biggest thing is we've been targeting the government lately. But to me, I think it's miss sort of a miss target because you need to target Edmonton City Council. That's happened already once, by the way. What do you mean? The city sent a formal letter to the Edmonton City Council five years ago, and just say and Mayor Stephen Mandel said, "Why are you telling us what to do with our city?" Which and that's is, the issue. That's a major issue I have from the start. I honestly think we're at, the a, at a point that's yeah. past the point of return. drop the hot oil. Okay, elaborate contraption. We can't tell another city what to do. No, we can't. But le- we, the legality of it is we don't actually get to have a say. We don't. No. And and let's, for argument's sake, say that you know for some reason when we're trying to do our downtown redevelopment here in Fort McMurray. Uh, we have to move something that is critical to the community of Laclabish, let's yeah. say. And Laclabish writes a formal letter to us saying, please don't do that. What is our city going to say? We want to land at the snide. What is our city going to say? <laughs> Fuck you. And why wouldn't we? Exactly. No, no I, I, agree I, with I agree with you. And that's like, it's tough politics, it, unfortunately. It's, you know what? If it, if it does affect somebody's life, and I still have doubts that it will, I... I you know, I was there five years ago when Cal Nichols and all these guys came up to Fort McMurray doing this whole th- song and dance back then. And this is where this movement probably originated, was back five years ago. They had uh, Cal Nichols and all these rich guys that wanted to fly their private planes directly yeah, to yeah. the city center. And that's yeah. where this whole movement yeah. kicked off. And these guys were upset because they couldn't fly their private jets they in the city center airport anymore. Yeah. That's where this, And so they were the ones who were saying, oh, this is going to affect you, this is going to affect you. And... I've still yet to actually see somebody say that it will. You know, there's people that say that it will, but they have political well, they reasons. Got, well, I, they have I heavy honestly, political reasons for saying that it will. Well, I honestly think doctors. there's statistics that prove otherwise. Just I mean, just from the last uh, couple days ago alone. I, I'm not not uh, to discredit what you're saying, but yeah. I think that the the wait times are are a very critical thing. I mean. For instance, just yesterday with the two uh, accidents along the highways, uh, the two and the 63, the stars was grounded for yeah, four I, I don't get that. Uh, time. I, don't, I don't understand it why. It was that. a low ceiling. It was weather related. Okay. And I also might add that the, the city center airport, they weren't accepting any landings yeah. either because they actually have uh, 
they have uh, switched off or, or decommissioned their uh, instrument landing system since 2010. It's yeah. very so it's, in high, in in heavy weather situations. They already for the last three years have been diverting to the Edmonton International Airport. It's extremely difficult to uh, to start a prop engine in like minus yeah. minus like one to minus ten. Yeah, it's shit. It's sticky. It's very very sticky. So even your DI system yeah. won't be able to heat fast enough to get rid of it because she just sticks. Right. That's why you see a lot of dash yeah. eights. Even the jets now because all they got the internal prop. It just it barely works. It's yeah. just bad bad case scenario. My only issue with well, this and, whole thing. Uh, well, th- just to finish the point no, sorry, with, with the time is the, just that the fact that Stars wasn't flying, so therefore you've you've already cut out drive. the direct helicopter flights to yeah. the hospitals. There's only from the Edmonton International Airport. There's only one main route into Edmonton. Whereas you take a look at the north, there's several different yeah, routes. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, one big argument is that a lot of medical flights sometimes are diverted to Calgary. Well, Calgary's airport might be far removed from hospitals, but there's several different routes. So your your main time, your estimated time of arrival doesn't vary that much. Whereas in Edmonton, <laughs> taking a look at the Highway 2, it was com- not completely blocked off, but very slow going and for emergency vehicles to travel around the debris, it took a long yeah. time. And, uh, Did it we was not find a way when we were going to nights? <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> that's a very good point. But uh, just the time that's been estimated by the official press releases has been more than doubled, and that's in practice, not even in theory. On a sidebar, we, we were going to Horror Nights, and there was an accident in front, like right literally where the accident was yeah. on the other day. So quite literally, we went through a fence in a farmer's field. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys missed your flights anyway, but we still got there. <laughs> okay, no, what you said is granted. Okay, I never really thought of that portion of it, how it is only a, kind of a one-way in. Because my only big thing... First, I wanted to make sure people were aware of the problem. Everyone is thinking the government has made this change. No. The government reacted to the change. The city shut it down. The government well, had to do something, so they put it at the International well, Airport. <coughs> Don Scott had said that there's a, like at uh, least three precedents that would be set if the government of Alberta told the city of Edmonton what they could and couldn't do mm-hmm. legally based on rural northern yeah. Albertan communities and mm-hmm. the regional municipality. Don't don't like, That's it. We're Fort Edmonton again. <laughs> Not, to mention, <laughs> Not to mention the de- like it's a dead devastating loss of money at this yeah. point in the game for the city of Edmonton yeah. to change their plans. Like, it, we are at the point but, of no return here. Getting back to that point of the, the time, like, yeah, ground-wise, it would suck. But if it is a critical, like, it's a, if it's a red code patient, yesterday wouldn't have been good because it's a low ceiling. But, but... If, if Stars is available. If Stars is available. That's the only thing. But we think a five... They got a lot. It is, I'm it's, just saying, it's, it is it's never a matter a of numbers. It's never a guarantee. So it's not opinion, a guarantee that the person's going to live the other way anyways. Well... Like we don't we we can argue semantics all day long on this, right? Right. Right? So we each side has their own stats. We all know that we can prove, get stats to prove whatever point that we want to prove. And I'm not just – those stats are assault. It, what, what happened the other day. But that was just a bad that's fucking just day. A bad, bad day. That's, yeah. that's, I've never seen that in my whole time here in Alberta. 100-car pileup, that's never happened. 300 people hurt? So, that's, yeah, that's yeah, huge. That's, that's, that's it made CNN for It happened to be uh, an example. Well, yeah. I think what happened was there was like uh, – from the photos I saw, it was kind of a bit of a, of a blind spot. It was right around the Leduc area? Uh, it was uh, to the south of Leduc, above the Highway 13 junction. Okay, so I it's it was north, north of no, the Highway 13 so, junction. So there's a peak there. I think what happened is divided like, highway from, as from well. What, from what I could tell, is there was some sort of semi that got, that lost control. It was one transport, and truck. no one else could slow down because of the fact that the peak. As soon as you saw it, you would have. So it just started piling up from there. So yeah, I mean, freak accident essentially, but. Yeah, my biggest, I, those roads get pretty bad when it gets slick there. So my biggest a lot is, of traffic on them as well. Like, what's the transport time in Calgary? What's the transport time in Edmonton, or in Toronto, Vancouver? Like, 
I understand that what we had was good. It was really good. It was awesome. Unfortunately, it got changed. Nothing we could do about it now. It doesn't make us... The thing that, to me, what really the Saber uh, Medivac Society is making it out is that like it, it's making it to be a really, really bad situation. Where, in my opinion, I think it just puts us above average to average. We gotta be right on right on par with Calgary. We gotta be right on par with Edmonton, like, like or with Toronto. I don't think if, if this was a case of of it being an absolutely critical, as critical of a situation as the Save Our Medivac people make it out to be. Mm. Why the Alberta government would have to step up and do something? They're not going to let people just die. No, I, I yeah, right? I, I, that's that's my exact yeah. point. Saying that things are beyond the point of no return. Yeah. I, I think that now is the time to keep pressure on to make sure that those steps are taken and that every angle possible is covered. Don't yeah. the... Because uh, I don't think we should take a step backward. No, I don't care if it's no, no. back don't to average. Don't the hospitals have uh, helicopter landing sites on top of them, though? Not all of them. Not all of them. And only does ours w- have? No, uh, it does. Like, you'll see... I thought the, that's what that H was for. It was, yeah, it is. but it's not... That was for hospital? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like, that is a, it is a landing pad, but there's so... Like, helicopters have advanced so long. Like, there's still weight differentials. you got to have supporting structures, all that kind of stuff, right? So it's not, it's not kept up to code anymore. There's no Jarvis on no, there. There's or? no Jarvis on there. The, um, <laughs> Any black man could just break it. <laughs> the, uh, well, the, apparently one of the new helicopters that Stars bought is too heavy to land on, on the, on the hospitals, right? But uh, I'm saying, like, those are all semantic points, like you said. Like, we can argue for We just lost the 10th floor. The four and a half. Burn units. <laughs> but no, like, the only thing, the only example I can give where a lot of the times patients are stable enough where the golden hour is treated within that within that time frame. Another prime example, though, that I can think of otherwise, if you've got a crash on 63, now you're dealing with you don't got a fucking tra- a trauma unit mm. to go to besides Edmonton where you can't land. You've got to go straight to the international. But like I said, these are all different variables that you're, you're never going to get 100% of something all the time. You're not. It's just a matter of options is, I yeah. think, the issue. Is they switch from so many different options for, for patient care to so one. So few, yeah. Or, or one or two, you know? And and uh, I think that's something that, like I said, I don't think there should be a step taken backwards. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah, that's it, a good point. If it is, a, it, and we still have, can argue whether or not it is... Uh, I, I do have to say, thank God that there wasn't the example of somebody yeah. dying en route, uh, you know, past the triage center yeah. on the highway to get to a hospital. Like, I really am glad that that but, didn't. But here's happen. but prep yourself my, now, Steve. It's going to happen. But, here, but that's just and, it. And, but here's here's my point too: is the same thing. We're going to be dealing with this forever now because this, this group is so passionate. I told you about so. It. I told you so. Man, we've had people talking about divided highways when somebody pulls over from an intersection. That that would have happened whether it's a divide when somebody yeah, yeah. gets killed pulling out of an in, pulling out of a side road and people are like oh well if only the highway was twinned yeah. well no that that would have happened anyway if, yeah. if the highway Just was picture twinned. that guy showing up at every instance <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's, that's gonna that happen guy. no matter what they're gonna find somebody they're gonna find an example no matter what and they're gonna make it that whereas before you know there's probably some people that that died as a result of of poor service regardless right so yeah. It's I don't not, know, man. It's, I don't know. It's not so much poor service, like not not poor service, but like time. Yeah. Things happen, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would think that they 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 had they had to they would like you said they have, would have had to do, done the math first 
before doing all this. So if everything they've done is kosher, then all it means from our standpoint is just that if the fight that these guys should be fighting is changing the legislation as to what is considered an acceptable response time and from what distances. They fight that legislation, then everyone else has to come up to code to what that is. And that that will cause the domino change because people won't change. It's my experience. If someone doesn't want to change, they won't change until they absolutely have to. Yeah, no, I think, I think you. Point. I think you're totally right, yeah. and I think that it's funny that you mentioned that because we were talking about how this whole movement started about five years ago, and now is coming to a head mm. because it was already now too late. It's meetings. closed. Yeah. It's the battle done, they should have fought over. was to change that legislation. You don't. You don't attack the problem. You attack the root of the problem. Mm. But even what would change in legislation help? Basically, like, I'm sure that there's certain guidelines by which uh, Star or whatever emergency services has to operate. So they has uh, basically has to says say wherever your landing area is, it has to be a certain uh, distance from distance from, from. There's no legislation. Well, well, but again, because there's no legislation, there yeah. there's your battle right there. But no, like okay. there has to be. It's like what's the point of having what's the point of having a helicopter rescue if where you're landing is. It's still not going to be so. I, I see where you're getting at. It's just it, it's, it's 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 one of those things. Emergency medicine is one of those things that you need to go where the facilities are to take you, right? Uh, yeah, but can start if, if you land an accident on the highway and Stars is able to get at you with one of those things, uh, helicopters that can land on the top of Royal Alex, you're golden. You're done. It's perfect, right? Yeah. There's going to be that situation though. But what if there's fucking low ceiling that day? What if this happens? What if there's a fucking hundred car pile no, up? That's under- shit's going to happen, right? Regardless of that, though, there has to be some sort of there. Has has to be some sort of legislation that says within the There's within standard, this a health within, yeah, yeah. A health, where it says within 200 or 300 kilometers of where the the helicopter can land there has to be somewhere where they can land that's five to ten minutes away from uh, medical medical services. Oh, Otherwise, it defeats the purpose, right? Yeah. And if there is no legislation, yeah. that's the battle that should have been starting to fight five years ago. I agree with you Because an intelligent person, no offense to the people fighting against, fighting for this or fighting against it, an intelligent person would say, <laughs> the, only, the only way this is go- they're going to change, they're not going to want to change this. Mm. So the only way you can change it is by making them legally change it by changing whatever the legislation says. You change that legisla- legislation, would have taken, what, three years to do it the most? And yeah. then Edmonton can't And then Edmonton to- can't, can't do the vote. Because they'll be like, oh, well, our hands are tied because... Well, uh, you're well, still taking billions of dollars. The vote was made a while ago anyway. But no, no, well, exactly. Now it's too late. You're but. saying, what, like, if this happened 10 years ago... When the yeah, but they can still do it. And then the, what, that, what that'll mean is that the like uh, facilities that are available would have to... Uh, what's it called? Adapt to make... So, like you said, not all the hospitals can support that. they got to put a hospital down at or, the city center. No, There's, not necessarily. They can just, make, they can just they build helipads on the side of hospitals. To support, to support. Okay, I yeah. see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and and, and you're right. But there's always going to be, like you said, we're into this situation now where these guys are so passionate that there's people already, like even yesterday, people were already saying, "Look at the response times. Look at the response times." There was a fucking hundred car pileup in between you and the. Yes, was it one? Was it one uh, pathway in and out? Yes, it might have been whatever. But there was still a freak accident that happened that one day. That's going to happen. People are going to die, and it's been going on for years before, long before until we're gone as well. People are going to die because of. <sighs> A stupid move or a stupid thing by emergency medicine. It's what we're taught in school that if it learn, get comfortable with the fact now that you may make a wrong decision that'll kill somebody. Mm-hmm. But the important thing is you are covered legal. You are covered legally. It's just it's going to happen. And as long as you're comfortable with that notion, then you can do more to save whatever life. Like you're you said, with. there's no 100. percent No, there is not it's, on either side. There isn't. Yeah. 
But I just want to say... Uh, I only fo- have one rule. The one no thing one that dies. I wanted to get out there is everyone seemed to be targeting the provincial government when really they just reacted to a change made by Edmonton City Council. And I don't think people know that fact of it. No, well, and I also think... Or realize that, that fact of it. I think that more should have been done in the past, once again. And it feels like we're harping on on facts that, like, just almost don't matter anymore. Yeah. But I do find it important to say that there's, uh, like, facts and figures pointing to the fact that something should have been done yeah, yeah. Uh, ahead of time. Like, for instance, uh, the, like, no other uh, options were considered for that space. It was, uh, I definitely think, like I said, a refurbishment of the neighborhood and yeah. new new buildings in a place that's just kind of old yeah. and decrepit and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it uh, costs about $7.4 million annually to operate the new triage center at the Edmonton International Airport. All covered by Alberta Health. And it uh, costs about six hundred thousand uh, to keep one runway open at the Edmonton uh, City Center Airport. Yeah, if you year. have to feed it with with, <laughs> with rent, and you can have private flights that fly onto that as well. Mm-hmm. That obviously take press uh, don't take precedence to medevac flights. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have kept one runway open yeah. for service to rural and northern Alberta. However. Who wants to build a brand new subdevelopment mm-hmm. where they've got one runway? Like that's a major complaint is that flights uh, enter one of the runways right over the Kingsway Garden Mall, and <laughs> yeah. a lot of residential areas. The and they've been of, complaining for a long time. I thought the whole point of having a, a helicopter was that you didn't need a, run, a runway. Um, yeah, but you can't do helicopters from here to Fort Edmonton, right? But uh, Airwolf doesn't exist. Planes yet. also fly faster. <laughs> It's a matter yeah. of speed. Oh, but but, but uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit confused then. So what happens? The the helicopter goes to the plane. The plane goes to the... Okay, right. Are you talking about now for yeah. the international? Yeah, yeah. Okay, flight leaves on the situation. Uh, car no, no, but what if what if there's a car crash on, uh, like, existing, if the, if, even if the uh, downtown airport were open, right, or in Edmonton. Yeah. So someone gets in a car crash 100 kilometers out of Edmonton. Out of Edmonton? Yeah. If STARS is available... You'll stars will go there and then go right to the hospital if yeah. if they it's can. Hundred kilometers out of Fort McMurray, different or, story. Different it would be story. Phoenix Fort McMurray, Fort McMurray to our, our local yeah. hospital. Yeah, and from there they would assess the situation and decide if medevac needed to be. And then they would get a flight because it's faster. Can they still to like? But the, can they land on top of the health center? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, they would have to be transported from the airport here in town. Just land anyway. Like, <laughs> from the Phoenix uh, helicopter flight uh, to, I guess they would probably make the decision to get them on a flight direct from there instead of going to the hospital. But keep in mind too, and a lot of the, I know the, the fucking government's been harping on this too, but it is very much fact. Um, I had the privilege in school to actually do a few medevac flights, and every medevac flight I did was a pre-scheduled flight. Most of them are. I, Dedicated the vast for majority the just got to go in to see a specialist for something, right? Are, are predetermined flights, for sure. And one There's of the things f- that'll act is they couldn't reset bones. They couldn't, do, they couldn't do a bone reset, so... Why not? Half the fucking... It's just you, you don't have... It's uh, too small of a community. They don't have the... the equipment. They don't have bones? They don't have, the, they don't have the specialists with the equipment, so they just fly them out. No one's ever broken a bone here. <laughs> oh, bro, uh, it's unheard of. Broken bone doesn't have to be set, I guess, that quickly compared to... The no, quality no. of stabilize. care, right? That's the thing too. Stabilize. I've seen people in accidents that have major fucking neural trauma. You're breathing. You're getting perfusion. Stabilize. Set two hours to transport time. You're still okay, right? 
the only people that I'm thinking is the major trauma accidents and and, and a lot of the um, strokes. Um, I forget what it's called. Embolism. No, literally, they got to drill a hole in your head to relieve the pressure. Mm. That those are one of the things where uh, uh, that's only popping in my head right now that are really really time critical. Right, that we can't, that no hospital anywhere can do. You really got to go to the trauma center in the U of A. And the only reason why I know that is because my friend's mom had it. Oh, okay. And quite literally, if she didn't get, to, if she, the doctor, she didn't get to the doctor in time to drill in her head to relieve that pressure, she would have died. Mm. But it, it's like I said, that's only one example of a hundred fucking thousand medevac flights. Mm. That it's a, it's a good example, and I'm glad it happened when mm-hmm. it did. Because what it happened now, God only fucking knows. But yeah, well, and the credit definitely has to be given out to the. Two of those first responders oh, yeah. and uh, medical staff. But like I said, my biggest thing was like, what about the people in, in Toronto and in, in Calgary? Like the people that normal transport times are thirty minutes. Like I just feel like that we're not. Yes, it, you're right. It is a step back, and that sucks. Or you don't want us to step back. But I don't think we're going into the fucking dinosaur age. That we're no, st- we're still having no. average times. People are still surviving. We're nowhere different than any other. It's city not as big of a. Of an issue as it's being made out to be, quite frankly, in, in my opinion. Mm. I, I, At this point, I just feel like there's uh, there's facts and figures that just aren't getting out there. With that said, my, what, I got, what do you guys feel about actually bringing the services up here, making our hospital just that that's, much more that's better? The, I, I think that's more the better. ideal. Did that much more better? Well, I guess I guess uh, I guess it could be justified in the fact that oh. we're now the regional municipality of Wood Buffalo. We would need a new hospital. Well, I think that's, that's, that's not an argument. close to happening. <clears throat> They've been saying that for years now, too, hey? Mm. It's not even close. Well, they yeah. got, our hospital's been band-aided. Like, our emergency department's been band-aided so much, so much. Like, don't get me wrong, they're capable of handling Well, they're doing lot. that expansion right now, too, for the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, the, I've seen the drawings in that one. It's going to be pretty... Their ICU just... I don't know, we what did, does that say about us, though? Their ICU's being tripled. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's... I mean, that's just a response to population. Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's the ideal. I mean... You won't, you don't have an argument for medevac if we've got that facility here in town, mm. and if it would, were built now in our age, it would also I imagine have that helicopter landing pad on top. It would completely eliminate the argument. Well, I was, but th- it's just not going to happen. I was, you're right. It's not going to happen. But I was thinking another argument we could use. Obviously, it's years down the road, but upgrade our health facilities and bring all northern. Northern Alberta and Northern Northwest Territories and BC into us. That's a constant battle, anyway. I mean, to upgrade even just the equipment at our our yeah, Northern Lights uh, well, Health Center. With the latest budget, I think our health system is going to be kind of limping for the next little while, anyway. So, I don't know. Anyone got some final thoughts on that topic before we switch it up? What's the next topic? Uh, what was the other one you texted me about? I believe it was oh, Keystone. Keystone. Yeah, but I just always like, and I'll talk about it's the same thing with Keystone. I have the same opinion. It's just put yourself in somebody else's shoes. You know, like if 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 somebody was coming into Fort McMurray, another city was coming into Fort McMurray and telling us what to do, there'd be a huge outcry, and we all know that there would be. But how's that with Keystone though? Well, we we are we already have that backyard mentality, right? We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, okay, fair. We'll well, a closing thoughts on yeah. Co- okay, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Just put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. If somebody was coming into your city to tell you how to run your city, yeah, you wouldn't like it very much. Oh no, no, that, yeah, you're completely right. Like if literally the provincial government said, you know what, I'm going to listen to the people. <laughs> that kind of sounded funny in my head. I'm going to listen to the people nagging, and uh, Edmonton, you can't you yeah. scratch that two billion dollars surplus yeah. tax money off the, off the table. Yeah. <laughs> and your whole redevelopment of that area. <laughs> Yeah, you're not getting the money for the arena either. Fuck yeah, you yeah. and your team. <laughs> yeah, so people I don't know, would be just, it, yeah people would be pissed. Uh, Mandel's uh, to me, I wish they would be a little bit more vocal and maybe Mandel this while well, you to well, say. There's no reason why he. I definitely think there was true. some subterfuge. 
Yeah, some definitely like clearly there was some decisions made to not put the information out there because it was better suited not to. Well, well, but they don't have to. Don't no, it, yeah, it's true. Council. Council. I, was gonna, I was gonna say even if they are the argument, they could be like, check out the council meeting minutes from '04, yeah. and you'll see all the information's there. You know what I mean? They yeah, just exactly. never made it. Fucking the plans are yeah. in the city. They yeah. just never hung Office. up those posters that they had ready to mail out to Fort Max saying, yeah. "Fuck you." Well, no, they, like I said, they've talked about it. Him and him and Melissa Blake have talked about this issue. Yeah, they have discussed it, and the response right. is pretty much mm. no. Any final thoughts, Stevie? Uh, no, not really. I think I've, <laughs> honestly, I've said everything. I just let, check up on the facts. There's uh, uh, check up on how many numbers uh, uh, there were for the accidents and, and for incidents from the crash on Highway 2 and on Highway 63. And uh, I, I really think it's important to note the r- most recent comments from MLA Mike Allen. Just, where, where did he post those? Twitter? Uh, he's been in contact with a few news agencies. And, oh, okay. And, uh, news outlets in Fort Mac. We had uh, Jerry go down to. Uh, yeah, he, he went, went down, down to, the to the triage and did the tour. There's a full he interview was up. Upset about something over that. Well, no, it's just a, I don't know if he's upset. He said something about childish he, MLAs. He wouldn't give me details. He, but. he he was a bit upset about something from my. I didn't get. That's why I asked. But oh, he, he had he, he had one major question that was from. He was trying to uh, oh. ask it from the general populace of Fort McMurray. You oh. know, it's kind of as a representation. Yeah. But he was just saying something. Was a there's a full interview there. That country ninety three three. Yeah, uh, my McMurray. It's all my McMurray. My McMurray. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is is. When, like Steve said, look at some facts, but just remember where your facts are coming from too. Like, don't go to don't go to saveourmetavac.ca and think that's the hundred percent truth. Yeah, I never say that. Don't, There's always a truth between. Yeah, two don't sides. go to fucking AHS website and think that's the hundred percent truth. Yeah. Always, the truth is going to be somewhere in the middle. On Twitter, on Twitter, that's right. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter shall reign free uh, with the truth. But yeah, like the save our uh, save our medevac service website is just as uh, they're good people. I know they're good intentions. I know most of them. They're all good people, but they're just as propagandic as uh, trying to get their point across as. Well, I am, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> as you are. Tito, final thoughts on the same nah. medevac? No, we're good? Yeah. Nah. How's your juice coming there, bud? It's good. Thirsty. Yeah. You pounded back that shit. Great juice. Sweet berry wine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, with that said, sweet berry wine. <laughs> Fucking great! <laughs> oh, All right, like that's so good. Go on the keystone, best <laughs> is Steve Brew <laughs> for <laughs> That's my absolute favorite Tim Eric's. <laughs> really, we want to talk about one more thing. We are we in the Keystone kind of no, mood? No, we're, not, we're not even. We're not in the mood. Nah, Key, keystone or we're keystone? so far deprived. Yeah, <laughs> we need the Keystone pipeline. Fuck everything else. To give fucking uh, to give us money. To- yeah. <laughs> Son of yeah, a bitch. Yeah. Hey, Keystone Pipeline. You should talk about it now. fund us. Well, what's the holdup now? Is us. the president against it still, or like I mean, There's he was never against president. it. No one. You want to give us? He never history? said yes. He said they haven't given the go ahead for it. The U.S. Keeps Even though it's already three quarters built. Yeah. <laughs> key, uh, my issue with this is is we got him, folks. We got him. That. We got one! Okay, <laughs> Enbridge, who is building this, yep. has had how many oil spills in the past three, no, four no, years? No, no, Keystone's Trans-Canada. Enbridge is Northern Gateway. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me. Anyways. Excuse you. Excuse me. You have fine. Uh, still, there's been oil spills and pipelines, two major ones in the past three, four years in the U.S. Well, define okay. major. 
Well, one of them was a huge ecological disaster in Michigan. Yeah. Okay. That was a huge one. Not to mention the oil spill. Now, if this was running through my backyard, I don't think I'd be pleased about it. Okay, keep going. I'll intervene. (laughs) Now, and most of the jobs that are associated with the Keystone XL pipeline are not long-term I'm going to have a job in 10 years kind of jobs. They're just they're very short-term construction construction jobs. jobs. Okay. Now, people are saying, "Well, we need this because we need the jobs." Well, those are all short-term jobs. Okay? Perhaps you just have to actually change your line of thinking in in how your your job search. There are jobs out there for everybody in even in the US. It's just people are you might not get a job in the the field that you chose. You have to change or your line desire. of thinking. Yeah. yeah. Right. So uh, most of the jobs are short-term. I'm not saying that we don't need it. Sure, it'd be great for us. Do we have the infrastructure right now for all these additional jobs? Probably not. We still don't. So let's just pump the brakes a little bit on this. Like, like we all sure we want to ship our oil everywhere, but are, are we are we not doing okay right now? Is every one of us at this table not doing all right? No. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Let me go in there. First, I want to comment on your your, your oil spill part. Um, the oil spills, as tragic as they are, um, they, if I wanted to go in your backyard, I'm going in your backyard not with the intention of saying that yes, this will spill in no, five years. No, obviously not. No, nobody, nobody. But I'm just saying, uh, airplanes that. crash yeah. too, right? There's accidents that happen. It's not something that's very These very are more common than an airplane crash. Got to break no, I don't think so. <laughs> but major airplane crashes? Yeah, these are far more common. Well, define a major air like uh, you're talking like do leaks happen? There's leaks that happen all the time that they dig up, they clean, they repair. Technology is being advanced, just like the fucking um, uh, technology is being advanced to the double hauled fucking pipeline. All this blah 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 right. blah blah. I'm just saying, I don't think sitting there and saying that this is going to be an ecological. I'm not disaster. saying that it is. Hold on, oh, you're you're putting words in my mouth. I'm not saying that it is going to be an ecological disaster. What I'm saying is, is if my land was annexed to allow this thing to go on my land. I don't think I would be very pleased about it. Really? Why would you? NIMBY. Why would you? Um, I think uh, Nolan has a little bit of a point. I'll agree with you on the jobs. The jobs is a good aspect of it. But but go, go okay, I'll agree to that part. I, but going back to does it benefit us? Yes. Look at, on. Hold on. Look at the last Alberta budget. Wait, we're, down we have- 60, we're down to 60 some odd barrels of where it gets shipped out of here. Ultimate plan, we need to refine it up here so we don't need the pipeline yeah, that's another, down there. That's yeah, that. obviously, yes. That's in the works. Another, another issue and where we don't have the infrastructure to deal with all these additional people right now. Define we. Just define we. Fort McMurray. Okay, but, does this, not but, this is, but this is not just Fort McMurray. This is Alberta based system. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right? Hardesty's are right now the biggest problem where this pipe, where this all uh, bottlenecks. What's the difference between the Keystone pipeline and like the Suncor pipeline that runs just here? Basically, what happens now is the oil gets mined. to Texas. It gets upgraded. Well, it goes to Texas. Hold on. It gets upgraded, but that's where it stops. We only have two refinery, uh, one. One refinery in Alberta. I believe it's in Edmonton. It's the one right outside of Edmonton. Right inside of Edmonton. Other than that, Hardesty is our, usually our marketing point. That's where CNRL pumps, Suncor pumps. I don't think Syncrete pumps there. But that's where they pump just upgraded synthetic crude oil. To li- literally, that's where the people buy it, right? Yeah. If I'm so-and-so from the refinery in Dallas, I say, okay, I want this many barrels, pump it my way. But the problem is it's bottlenecked because we don't have enough pipelines to get it down there as fast as we can sell As fast it. as possible, okay. 
like instead of if, if literally Shell says I want to up, I want to refine this in Houston, Texas, yeah. and I want two hundred thousand barrels a day, we can't do that. It's faster, cheaper than highway transport. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah definitely. But I'm What's just saying it'd be faster and more money if Keystone was in place. Yeah. Second go around is the Northern Gateway. The uh, U.S. doesn't want our oil, but which, which is the it's the hot topic. The U.S. very much wants our oil; they just can't get it because the government hasn't made a stance on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada basically says, "Okay, China wants it. China desperately wants our oil because they have a huge population over there that requires petroleum products." Yeah, big time. We can, the the infrastructure that That's we have in place over in Kitimat can only do seventy five thousand barrels a day, I think, I think something like that. Yeah. Anyway, Northern Gateway triples it. But once again, they're running into a lot of the fucking uh, Aboriginal population yeah. that's using the, the the environment argument that fucking drives me nuts. I really hate that. I hate I that know. argument, dude. It's valid. Dude, though. Just, it's not, man. Go look at the Michigan oil spill that happened like two years ago. Look it at Exxon Valdez. Shit, fucking happens. Todd, man. It doesn't Todd, happen every shit day. Happens. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you can't have empathy for their cause. Shit happens. Yes, if that happened in your backyard, you would be pissed off as all hell. But you look at it like, hey, well, would I be pissed off and be like, I, if a fucking plane crashed in my backyard, I'd be pissed. But I wouldn't be like, but no planes, more aircraft. But planes aren't flying. Aircraft gets people around. It transports things. Oil supplies that. Todd, do you do you, do does the economy right now need that oil? Like, is it is it absolutely no. critical that we need? Yeah. That Not oil? critical, but it, uh, it fucking exactly. It, it, exactly. It's just, it's just how do you advance things? things? Like, it wasn't critical greed. for the steam engine. It's, it's, it's pure and simple greed. It's pure and simple greed. I got cut off, but That's all it is. Um, I was trying to make a point. There was a documentary I saw years ago, 2008, 2009. A little bit pretentious in my mind. These guys they cycled up to Fort Murray and just this really documentary. Petropolis. It, uh, maybe it pissed all over Fort Murray essentially. And the guy at the end he ends it on this note where. He takes a he pisses in public and he gets a ticket from a cop for polluting for pollution and he's like oh look at the irony that I got to yeah. piss in public right. but anyway so the whole point that I'm trying to make is they went to Edmonton and talked to one of these uh, uh, one of the experts right he raised a really good point he said right now it's a middle we're in the middle of a cash grab we're trying to grab as much as possible as, in a short time as possible and he's like why there's we're having like. There's not enough housing for the amount of workers that we that yes. for all these projects going on at the same time. Exactly. There's not enough infrastructure in the city, regardless of the traffic exactly. that this is causing. Right? He's like, we're gonna get that money eventually. It's not going anywhere. It's exactly. in the ground waiting to be dug up. There's no rush to grab it all at once. Exactly. There, there's we have to think of and if anything he said he's like if anything it actually helps the sustainability of a community to siphon For it, it to off bits longer. at a time exactly. as opposed to grabbing it all at once I honestly think that there's uh, decision makers that are involved that are worried that the time is short like that yeah and, and what electric he said, cars and, he, and, and he, new yeah. technology and energy he's yeah. saying that the, the demise of the petroleum industry. he's saying the issue is that the government the government right now is issuing leases to companies and the companies want to grab their money as as fast as possible because it's co- it's costing these companies money to be here for the operation but he said if we just give leases to certain companies for certain periods of time mm-hmm. then then it's essentially almost like a shared resource in that like CNRL you have the, these 20 years to grab as much as you can in these areas if it runs out in the, before that time that's it Too bad. if it do, if it doesn't then 
you give up the lease, next company moves in, they buy the operation from you so they don't have to construct, yeah. and they continue the mining operations from there. I totally agree with you, but that's, I mean, in... I know it's not practical in a business sense. Not going to happen. But that's what I'm getting at, is there's, there's no rush to grab all this exactly. resource at once. And in the meantime, you're right. What, what's going to end up happening? We grab all this resource. Everyone makes their money. Everyone gets rich. All this, oh, that's great. We all make our money. Well, then then Fort Murray becomes a ghost town. Ghost town. Because why is everyone here except for the oil? No, right. Think about it. Right. it. It runs the industry here. If we grab it all at once, it's like, it's as if you fish a lake for all, all, of, all of the trout at the same time. Ask Newfoundland how that worked out for him. Good point. It's true. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and, and, and that's where I see your point. All right. Okay. I, I will, you, you will not get me on the environmental aspect. I think that's bullshit. But I, you're right. Okay. You just, I'll say it there. You just proved me wrong. Plus it actually, it, from, it, from an environmental standpoint, but with that doing it the way I just mentioned actually helps reclamation efforts yeah. because you're yeah. not, you're not, you're, you're not, not blowing such destroying a big the impression. technology of which is advancing year by year by year okay. by year. But they can reclaim with it that said, they're raping it. Yeah, or f- but with that said, even. you need to prove that you're you're expanding as well, and it's not just a stagnant. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we gotta be, we gotta be progressing, we gotta be growing. But it doesn't. Yeah, we. But okay, you're right. All the energy and utility board hearings do not do that in recent years. Yeah. Like, mean? there's been how many energy and utility board hearings about new projects and dozens of new projects that aren't even up and running yet? Yeah. We're not proving that we're advancing that way. Like, yes, we want to ship this oil out, but. There's a lot of steps that you got to go it, it, through what's, what's, to make that happen. No, we're, 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 we're living on a – essentially, we're living on a monopoly board in the sense that everybody wants to grab their piece of the pie so that they can mine it as quickly as possible. And that's probably not the best way to go about it, but that's how uh, that's how the business works right now. Syncrude and Suncor are what, like Park Place and – Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. They, yeah. Boardwalk yeah. and Pro- yeah. Park Place. And Boardwalk. it won't be for long, actually, because there's a lot of real estate that's still... Yeah. Like, you have to realize that Fort Murray is built on this shit, right? Yeah, yeah literally. So, yeah. Literally. Like, literally, we're sitting on oil yeah. on bitumen. Baltic Sand, Avenue. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and they, another reason why this might be progressing so fast is that Canada wants to get in there because there are some big oil plays right now in the U.S. There's been some the, big the moves to that open That play in, in North Dakota and South Dakota and Montana is just... Blowing up right sure. now. Like, yeah. There's been some big moves to Technology. open up some uh, national parks yeah. where there's been. But what's really weird, what oil. I found really odd Resources. about it is, is the fact that like you know Canada is so concerned about going on par with like it's it's obviously it's a resource that we're consuming and we can't get it back once we've consumed it. So I mean the thing is like if we don't save, if we take our time with it, it's going to raise its own value. You know what I mean? Well, no, yeah. you're right. Like uh, I think you mentioned it before too. Like if the companies are right now are concerned about technological advancements, like to me, like the, I really hope. There is some focus on that because yes, this is going to run out eventually. There's like, been uh, obviously there's, there's the rumor of the hydrogen R&D car has been around 76. since the '80s. Well, I believe now it's a good time as any to fucking bring that into play. But clearly, there's, there's higher powers at work that will not get faster, ri- will better, not get, stronger. Will not get rich off of a fucking hydrogen car. Whatever, right? Well, yeah. yeah, wasn't there a dude who like In the Philippines? He he actually made a, a water powered car. Yeah, yeah, and he died. He died. Mysteriously, did someone cut the brakes no, in that water park? Also, guy in the Philippines, dude. Um, well, plastic surgery himself, like Superman. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a, a funny story. Interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a movie. <laughs> What's that movie, Michael Clayton? Michael Clayton was about that, eh? Was it? Like he was like a whistleblower, and like they blow up his car. I I found the movie really boring, but there was like this really. Oh, I, I love that flick. Like I, I found it boring. Honestly. I think you tweeted about that. Yeah. You're like, if anyone hasn't seen Whistleblower on fucking Netflix, no, 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 uh, Michael Clayton. 
Yeah, Michael Clayton. I, I like that. It like it's well crafted. Right. I just I didn't have the patience for it for some yeah. reason. Tom Wilkinson's fantastic. Yes, yes, he has that really great scene yeah, when he's, he's in the interrogation actor. room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what's it about? Uh, it's basically a whistleblower <laughs> about like uh, it's it's about oil companies and what ends up happening is he discovers this kind of like backdoor oh, shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Was it no? It was uh, petrochemicals, wasn't it? Make a sure. Yeah, yeah, it was like same thing, isn't it? Like uh, pesticides and stuff like that. Oh, uh, sick. Yeah, Dow Chemical shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like don't get me. Like everyone, a lot of people think when I'm getting when I'm all in my fucking anti Greenpeace stages, they're like, oh, well, why are you against green energy? I'm not. I'm completely for green energy. Whatever powers the fucking community, I'm all for. But right now, we don't have that. Right now, what powers our community? Uh, I fucking petroleum. I mean, I know it's not a practical argument, but my but what I feel is the slower we take to grab this resource, the more time we have to develop the technologies that helps us get a pure version of the of the resource yeah. we're trying to gather and makes us more money in the long run. Yeah. yeah. So I'm think I'm like I think there's more money in us waiting as opposed to trying to grab it and it would be as if saying we're 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 you know we're using coal right now, right? We want to grab as much coal as possible, but the thing is if we grab all the coal right now there won't be gasoline later on in the well, sense that it would be a fucking, much better consumable resource. Coal's right? all but fucking dead to be in with we're pretty quick here. Right? Yep, and look, look at all those coal coast. towns yeah, in yeah. uh No you agree. Uh, uh, you, you guys you, you 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 beat me on that one. I'll I'll fucking tap out. But fuck you. <laughs> I had an idea. I had an idea the other day of how we're gonna get rich. What's this? Making so, movies? Uh, Please say making movies. I hope so. No. You take that pipeline. You fucking. No, no. It's, um, I actually learned the other day that earthquakes are, are a great source of income. They actually yes. are. I'm not even kidding because earthquakes are found to create gold. Almost mm. instantaneously. Yeah. yeah. Instantaneously. From new scientific research. Really? Claims that the pressure, yeah, um, there's, like, when there's tiny gold particles in the ground, there's a certain, like, there's something, there's some kind of chemical in the ground that actually, like, it instantaneously liquefies under pressure and then solidifies again after the... Oh, so it gets the particles, melts them down, and... Well, the tectonic plates move and pressure releases at an gastronomical amount. I remember, because I moved the fucking pressure icon into the water icon, and I got gold before. Right? Alchemy? No. Uh, yeah. Fuck, never mind. Anyway, so <laughs> the original chemistry. Or, yeah. so, so, anyways, we're gonna we're create moving to Christchurch. Oh, okay. Did you guys hear about the uh, the satellite uh, uh, leaving? Uh, oh yeah, left the left the solar system. It left our solar yeah, system. Uh, yeah. It's like uncharted waters now. Yeah, it'll be kind of more. Which is kind of. If I read the article, but more interesting. I, 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 I want what season three opener of X Files when yeah. the whole bit about the little green men and the Voyager. <laughs> well, I, I want to oh, call God. shenanigans on that shit though, because I mean, there's still <laughs> no, no. Hold on, let me get NASA on the phone. Hear me out. I, I'm very interested I'm in this. Hear me out. Hear me out. And, and, and I know it's a stupid argument, but I got I got to throw it out this there. This is the podcast. They're they're getting. They're still getting signals from from this satellite that's fucking billions, billions, billions of, of miles. miles away. My fucking cell phone <laughs> fucking loses a connection going to Edmonton. Going up confed. Did you not see <laughs> that's a legit argument? <laughs> I don't understand like, how NASA he said it. He's getting telemetry. Stupid? I'm like, no, that's a legit <laughs> argument. Like, this, <laughs> this cell phone has has more technology in it than all of NASA did back in the sixties. The first lunar launch is the, the original iPhone 3G. Yeah, outdoes the com- the computer processor. 
processing power of the original flight. It's just fucked up. Well, I told you guys about the fucking comparison. <laughs> like, we need a budget for next year. Just give us some bullshit about this. Oh, the yeah. original like media release was we think that it left the solar system maybe down. Well, they're they're using apparently they're using yeah. the delayed signal as a as a unit of measurement. Right. Yeah, which makes sense, I guess. But I'm just I just find it weird that they they're able to still monitor this shit from like and we can't monitor our cell phones. And well, exactly right. Even even your GPS on your cell phone. It will right now if I'm like, where where is my cell phone right now? It'll tell me I'm, like, I'm down the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's us Siri where we are. See, but you put that thing in fucking uh, uh, Pluto's orbit, it'll be fucking dead yeah, on. Right? Well, I guess there's no Roger's towers were right? pretty sure. fucking good out there. Sure. <laughs> well, it's like my comparison to the to the moon landing in or what is it the sixties to the Red Bull launch in fucking last year. Yeah. I couldn't hear dick shit from those communications on that Red Bull Stratus is in fucking two thousand twelve timelines, but I can hear crystal clear radio transmissions in fucking the sixties, right? Yeah. What were people saying? They were like, well, Red Bull doesn't have that much money. I'm like, fuck, I'm sure they have more money than um, the US government. Interesting, interesting fact, 60s. actually, because there was this big conspiracy saying that Stanley Kubrick was actually involved in the fake moon oh, landing. The that filming? They filmed him to film, and he put clues in his movies to say that he did it. Oh, fuck. But uh, actually, I found like, out, the, the, apparently the reason those rumors started is because after, um, when they when they were doing a lot of the photography for the moon, when they took, the, they, they had to use special lenses because of the fact that the lighting there is so low that they had to, like, they only made 12 of these lenses ever, and they're, like, amazing lenses, like 0.3.4 apertures, which, uh, what that means, it's, like, a lot of light can go into these lenses, yeah. and they're, like, multi, uh, it, it, by today's standards, they, they cost you millions of dollars to buy. So, um, the interesting fact is that those lenses, uh, Stanley Kubrick was given access to them. And he shot movies like um, uh, what is the one the the Clock one set Orange? no set in the past um, Doctor uh, Strange Barry uh, Lyndon yeah Barry Lyndon but Barry Lyndon yeah that movie he shot it using those lenses and it was just a little factoids of the fact that like there were scenes where only a candle was lighting an entire room and they would shoot the scene and, Holy shit. and the only reason they could get good lighting is because they used these lenses oh, wow. and they adapted oh. the lenses the cameras to fit these lenses and apparently that's where the, the but apparently like I was reading about it and I'm like apparently it was uh, it was so hard to film in these lenses because of the fact that they had to take in so much light that the uh, the focal length for them to shoot like the actors they had to sit as perfectly still as possible because if an actor moved a little bit forward they'd be out of focus because that's how shallow the depth of field was interesting oh, do you so think cool. moon landing's fake what do you think moon landing's fake well again no. you go back to the same thing right I'm like they were able to televise the moon landing and meanwhile my like uh, my iPhone from two years ago like it was all pixely and the fucking moon landing was like in HD back then yeah like I mean, it was like a perfect analog signal. Was it fake? No, I don't. I don't think the actual moon landing itself was fake. I just think that like <laughs> just everything else. No, there's been so much. The war, the fucking assassination. So much throughout the history of the United States, especially during the arms war and the technological war with uh, Eastern Russia and China, that has been fabricated totally. But I definitely think that humans have been on the moon. So why do you think the cosmonauts couldn't get there, even if it was to be their second? Well, I'd take a look at uh, like. In America, in the 60s, you didn't have to wait in a long lineup to get a loaf of bread. That's true. And yeah. you did in Russia. Like, it's just a difference of government technology. And, and technology and yeah. funding. Interestingly That's enough, on, yeah, the, yeah. on the... No fucking way. Have you seen, like, fucking Buddy Who Landed on the Moon? 
Lance Armstrong. Oh, yes. did you hear Have about? Have you seen him flip out about Buzz Aldrin? Moon? Not. Uh, did you say Lance Armstrong? Lance Armstrong oh, was I a did. cyclist. <laughs> he cycled to the moon. I was, yeah. I was just letting that Buzz go. Aldrin, and beat, tra- beat cancer on the <laughs> way there. One test. Also, he used steroids. One moon. Right. One journey. You're right. yeah. Buzz Aldrin, and he punches out guys. Anybody that questions the vote, he punches them out. Yeah. Yeah. Ever yeah. since, ever since oh. his uh, his contract you- of. Um, what the cease of uh, speaking about yeah. it, his contract of uh, Did you, uh, gagging order was it him or there was a, one of the astronauts is talking about, uh, before like he before he died he started ranting about aliens hey yeah. a lot yeah yeah he was like he's like there are aliens uh, apparently the 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 uh, area fifty one that actually really happened and there's like a big gag he's like I was actually told uh, he was but his story was when we were going to go to the moon I was told you may encounter this up there. Highly unlikely, but we just want to throw it out there so you don't fucking freak out when you're up there. Holy moly. No one? It's just pretty crazy. Imagine someone giving you that file. It's like, they look fake. I listen to Coast to Coast Coast AM every night, so this is all nothing new to me. (laughs) This white noise. (laughs) It's a paranormal talk show that goes all over the United States. Really? Where is it? How can I find it? Coast to Coast. Uh, 640 AM Toronto is where I listen to it and stream it. Nolan suddenly has a bowl cap on. Coast to Coast? Yeah. Coast to Coast AM. Sons of Energy. George Norrie. That's the show? It's called Coast to Coast AM? It's a talk show, yeah. And it centers around paranormal? It's all paranormal, yeah. Because I'm really strongly considering of making uh, of visiting the Area 51 gate next time I'm in Vegas. Yeah, apparently no, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to drive to, up to it. Go. I want to. So, so uh, on the on the same note, yeah, like I mean, welcome to Paranormal Cat. I, I, I would, love I would think they would, I would think they would like they extrapolated what happened. I don't think what they showed was the absolute truth. I would, I would say that they went to the moon. I don't think they landed though. In my I opinion, they probably went close, and then what they did is they they did a spin around and they came back. So you don't think a flag is on the moon? I, I think it would have been in Russia's best interest to do to go to the moon afterwards just to prove them. Well, that's the, the, Virgin, the, the Virgin Galactic. That's one of their new mandates. Oh, yeah. To find a flag? New mandates is they want to, when they do their orbit flights, Bad they want economy. to go to the moon to see if they can see where the flag is. Um, what's interesting is, it, well, I mean, the information Probably. itself comes from, like, NASA or from, like, uh, subsidiary companies. But, like, the in- information of sending a laser straight to the surface of the moon and getting a ref- uh, reflected image back from the landing pads is uh, they, they can get a clearer yeah. image of, like, where they've set up. I think there's maybe two, maybe three of these NASA landing pads, which actually have, like, a surface that it's dedicated to reflecting more light than the actual moon surface, surface. particulates. So they get this much clearer signal of light information, and that's their proof of, like, yeah, we've been there because we've created structures on the moon that do this for do us. Think fucking, but yeah. that information comes from the same so organization. No one else landed has, there, t- has right? verified it. It's yeah. like yeah. There's, no, there's no conflict. There's no minority report. Okay, let's go to the moon. Well, I, was, I emailed you guys about the inter, the podcast potential with the Canadian space industry. That'd be cool, questions. man. Is there? Is there not? Well, aliens? I mean, given your research, would you? And, and then, like, have it break it down. Like, prove to me how we. Because, like, I've heard arguments of the fact that apparently there's a radiation belt around Earth door. that that like our, our our known structures wouldn't be able to. We we the the ship would be able to make it through, but whatever organic matters in there would be given really high doses of radiation and wouldn't be able to make it. You know, there and back again, as like it were. Right. It was one of my radiation things that I used to have when I worked in NDT. <laughs> just fucking and find out how much radiation I absorb. But like, it's it's just re- uh, what what I was gonna say is like uh, another interesting um, uh, another interesting theory is just the fact that like, given 
given everything that like we've been told about NASA's what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was just <laughs> NASA's re- I'm like what is she doing? Uh, NASA's research on everything that they're gathering. It just seems that like we were we we gathered so much intelligence up until 1965. And, and then, then there's just been like such a stop, right? Yeah. And every attempt after that Why has had gone cataclysmic results. You know what I mean? Like every other ship that has wanted to go. And I'm thinking like, did they fake shit? And then like people under the same pretense tried to go back. But because the math was wrong, yeah. like that's why we've had so many issues, right? I like, do I think the moon landing's fake? God, I fucking hope not. <laughs> what? I'm just amazed at the spectrum of these past two hours. <laughs> I'm sitting here in absolute awe of what we have done here tonight. I have no idea. <laughs> this is, when I this is unbelievable. <laughs> but no, like, do you think that would not be a fucking, such a, a rip to humanity? What do you mean? Was? If, like, just all oh, oh, hopes, we, we hopes and dreams we live, and fucking, like... Well, listen, I mean, we, we live in, in a world now where we know that Lance Armstrong cheated. I mean, I think we've we've stopped believing in loss our of innocence. You we, mean? we totally yeah. have. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you take a look at. I if mean, anything, finding that out if it was fake, it would give. Uh, it would actually give a boost, new life to, to be like. To I'm doing this. We have to go now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Actually. Fair enough. I mean, if you take a look at, I mean, we still go by the uh, year designation of A.D. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, right? But a lot of people on the internet still are actually saying we should change start dates. We, we, well, <laughs> almost exactly that. We should change our mode of year to Anno Scienta, which is the first, which is Sputnik, the first man-made object put into orbit of Earth. They're saying that should be year zero. Yeah, I totally would be down for that. Wait, why? Instead, why, why, why because that? because. Why because because there's uh, because our, our, because of the empirical data, I guess. Yeah, because our, like that's the first time humanity has actually made it out of our bubble of the Earth onto the as Carl Sagan would yeah, put it, think the, about it, the shores of the cosmos. Our last co- our last uh, standard of dating is based on some guy who we thought was our savior, who we no one even at this point in time in history. <laughs> no, no, I, l- listen, uh, no, I mean, hold on, let's chalk another one up to this fucking no, wide range of topics here. Okay. Uh, I this man who we thought was a fucking fool. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm <laughs> listen. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying we live. We live in cynical times. Is all yeah. I'm cynical, skeptical times. Good. This man who we thought was our savior. Where's everyone going? Listen. Anybody see Prometheus? Okay, no, no. Hear me out. This is this was a man who we thought was our savior, and we we crucified him for it. For it. Yeah. Think about it. Like even even we even bullshit. when we as men, we I got as a Jewish race, heritage. I take it. Hey, hey, let's okay. That's, let's that's terrible. Let's let's work under the presumption that Jesus was the savior, uh, the son of, of right, God, and all set that. Up the pitch, set up the frame. He came even at the time where he showed up. People were like. You're a phony. Like, people didn't believe him. Yeah, well, people do that today. I was going to say, no, and that's do you think he showed up when fucking people believe him now? No. Even if he did walk on water. Actually, me and my like, brother had this fuck? conversation recently. If if Jesus did, uh, if the second coming he didn't, did show up, right? Probably, <coughs> nobody probably would have believed probably him. Probably already happened. No one fucking Probably already happened, and we let him be shot over. by the ATF. What, what is Pretty it much. that off community? What is it where the the rapture has happened, but no one fucking ra- or what is it the rapture has occurred, but no one is raptured into heaven? Yeah, we are all in hell. And then fucking, <laughs> I think, <laughs> oh god, what if it's just true? Well, at least we know everybody, and there's beer here. <laughs> the Jason Rouse comment, but it's gonna be warm and I'll and, know, and I people. know people there. Yeah. 
Well, I think we accomplished a lot of ground here tonight, folks. Are you yeah. done? <laughs> little, oh, I'm, uh, we'll keep going. It looks like Nolan's, I know. I gotta go. Yeah, no one looks like he was tomorrow. ready to, to, so. to telephone. Yeah. <laughs> Send in your money. The um, I would love to get into a little uh, s- s- a conspiracy <laughs> podcast. And you got my email yeah. about the fucking Canadian Space Agency. Yeah, I did. I think that's a pretty good opportunity. I yeah, need to. They want to be really specific, obviously. On what we're um, talk uh, about. I'd be like, I didn't know that you guys existed. <laughs> If you read my email trail, that's exactly my reason for contacting them. I'm Open like, up I a podcast with Hadfield's song. What's the song? He wrote a song from when he first started uh, at the International Space Station. Did he? Yeah, he recorded the first like track. But what's our what's space. our big what's our big uh, accomplishment to space? The Canadarm. The Canadarm. Canadarm. That's yeah. huge. It's that's a fucking. Historic. It's a thing that you put in a fishbowl. <laughs> Well, but in space, yeah, it's, it's a I don't know. Arm. Chris Hadfield has been. It's actually comes out of the back of the international. But it's been uh, essential to bid, building structures in space. Exactly. But yeah. Chris Hadfield has Can put Roberta so Bondar cool. space back into the yeah. forefront with yeah. his Twitter account, where people are actually talking about. Oh, we got a space station. Yeah, yeah it's been there for like ten years. Who um, lives on it. <laughs> So yeah, I think we covered a lot. I think this is a very productive podcast. I think I've uh, holy shit. You heard me. I, I got uh, some light shared in regards to maybe we shouldn't produce oil as quickly as we should. But all my only basis of comparison was the fact that our right now the Alberta budget was in the shitter for the sole fact that uh, uh, the price of oil was down to the tubes. Ebbs and flows with everything, man. Eh, fair enough. Um, any final thoughts from the crowd about anything? Life in general. We can is the truth out there, Nolan? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I haven't been here for that long. My favorite quote of fucking X-Files is uh, Mr. Mulder. They've been here, and they've been here for a long time. Uh, my final thoughts is uh, you have to keep in mind that not even seeing is believing. So you have to question everything, That's true, even actually. what you see. So what I would say that is, is true. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm, given the, the the proof I've been giving and, and how our technology has progressed the way it is, I'm like, it's questionable. It honestly is. I, I like I get that they're saying, oh, it happened. Like, how could you question it and stuff? I'm just like, I don't know, man. It's just like, it just seems way too convenient of a story. And if, if anything, if science has proven anything is that nothing just comes easily. Everything usually true. happens by mistake. Penicillin. Discovered yeah. by mistake, right? So very true. Same with uh, insulin. Yep. Good anyway. job, team. No one. Any last little? No, you just me and Tito oh, okay, have been yeah, BFFs remember. today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm fully on board with whatever it is that he says for me. Right? There you go. Tito uh, on a bottle of wine is my favorite person. <laughs> on a fucking Superberry wine. On a Superberry wine. <laughs> Superberry. Ash, final thoughts. I'm glad Nolan's here. That, yeah, good. Good to see you at the dining table. Well, we, we, this conspiracy thing has to continue on. We can I go. think we need to do a podcast yeah, on it. Yeah. I'm in. And just I'm bring up like game. stuff like crypt- cryptoids and all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. we could do that. I'm game. Oh, that'd be awesome. Paranormal cast. Paranormal cast. Yeah. I'm fucking yeah. game because I always want champ paranormal investigator. Because that's Canadian. Hey, champ. And so is uh, Sasquatch. What's champ? Champ is uh, the sea monster from uh, Lake uh, in BC. Uh, yeah, no, Ogopogo. 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 Oh, is it? Yeah. Ogopogo. No, but who's Champ then? Never Champ's- heard of Champ before. Is anyone else? Let's Google this. No, I've heard of Champ, but I can't remember. Yeah, I'm thinking, he, I thought I'm he was thinking the- of Baby Blue yeah. from the X Files episode. Can you Google him? I'm really. I'm oh, yeah, well, let's, let's close this out first. Yeah, Steve, my my X Files uh, closeout is the episode uh, titled "Deceive, Inveigle, and Obfuscate," which they reference in the movie "Fight yeah. the Future." Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I was talking about with the medevac. Okay, guys, we we have a birth. The truth must be put out there. The truth must be told. Yeah, exactly. I think we have a birth of a new show coming up. Of fucking the the six of us or the five of us 
The six of us, because we're talking six. about creepy shit. We're talking about creepy. Like, I like, would like love that, to. Like, like that audio signal from uh, from uh, the, the ocean. Bloop. The bloop. The bloop. Yeah. yeah. And the weird sounds what? around yes, the world. It's the, the bloop. And the fucking cosmic portal in yeah, okay, Russia. Like, you guys got to be careful, man, because if we start knocking on some fucking, there's gonna be some cars <laughs> that are gonna blow up here. <laughs> No one's just gonna disappear. I'm gonna tape a big X uh, in my window. Listen, listen, listen. U.S. Canadian border on the province of Quebec from Lake Champ Champlain. Champ. Okay. Champy oh. or Big Rem. Champlain. Oh, are they those weird pet creatures that were washing up on the shores? Did you guys hear about those? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Save it, save it, save it. I got it right here. All right, some previews, folks. Some previews. All right, so four. The uh, for this epic episode of the YMM podcast, I'm Toski. I'm Tito. I'm Nolan. I'm Ashcake. Steve. We'll see you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> fuck.